This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Highlighting the pride of the Pacific, it's Pacific Flair with Peter Alatini and Ricardo Ball on SCNZ. Queen Peter Alatini, thank you very much for doing that for us. A beautiful way to open our very first uh, Moana Pacifica show, Pacific Flair. And thank you very much for joining us for the season. Malole Ricardo, it's um, very honoured and, and, and just uh, happy, happy to be here and represent our Pacifica. Uh, team as as they prep up for for the upcoming competition. Yeah, I mean it's. I, I know that you're close to a few people in and around the you know the management and coaching coaching structure here. Um, how much of a challenge is it? Do you think to start from scratch when you, particularly when you're up against you know um, the likes of the Crusaders, the Blues, who are, who are well entrenched? It is it's tough. Um, look, we we just need to look at Japan, who had a lot of resources um, with, with the Hawaii, you know, with their sorry, with their Sun Wolves, and then even Argentina, to, you know, with the Hawaiis mm. um, starting off. So Pacifica always gets it tough, uh, and that's that's the bottom line. And, and and the number one part of that is resources that that uh, aren't available as such. But they have been uh, trying, and, and the uh, you know the opportunity has popped up. And so um, now it's, it's on their shoulders that, that they have um, a cemented um, spot in the Super Rugby. So, so they're just, um, I think from, from here on in, um, the, the more time they spend on the field, the better they'll be going forward. How much uh, do you think it'll be a benefit to Moana Pacifica going forward with this new uh, rugby, uh, world rugby rule change allowing players to switch? I know that you were in that situation. You know, I think you had 17 tests for the All Blacks, one for Tonga. Um, so I've got guys, you know, like maybe Charles Piatau or whatever, it gives them a team to come back to even if they're not going to come back and play for the All Blacks, but, you know, they might want to come back and play for Manu Samo or, or Tonga or whoever it might be. Um, and, and now they have a team. Oh, it's a fantastic opportunity, um, and also for for all our up and coming players, for all our Pacific nations to have have the likes of, a, especially for Tonga with with um, uh, Charles and and Malakai, you know, being available to play, it does put a, a excitement in some of the young players that there may be in, in this time and coming up probably here in New Zealand or in Australia, probably not at that um, probably in the scope for New Zealand rugby or, or Wallabies rugby that may see a, a sense of excitement to play for their home nation and then him and those guys on board will be priceless um, once they you know they agree to come through and, and, and play. And from a slightly more cynical point of view as well, I guess for rugby in the islands, this is great as well given how much we've seen rugby league sort of started encroaching on that territory. <laughs> Definitely those leagueies and you know we, we've seen that for MMT in terms of 
the switch that some of those players come across to to play for for Tonga and, and how much of an impact that is on our um, in our country and and it's it's huge it's it's really huge and we can't discount um, the the efforts that's going to go through to it but I think it's it's just it's so nice to have that for like I said it's not going to be them they'll come through from you know the next couple of years or so but it's the, the rest of the kids that are coming up that that will be able to, to have some excitement and some experience I suppose to follow in terms of obviously the team. It'd be great to have the team playing out of Apia and places mm. like that. Uh, at the moment, that's not possible. We were hoping they were going to be able to play out of Mount Smart. And we saw the crowds during the Rugby League World Cup that were there to support Tonga and Samoa and, and, and things like that. What how, What's the excitement in the in the Pacifica community about having Moana playing in Auckland? It's a tough well, I think the, the, the general rugby community are really excited for the team to go well, but... You know, there's there also, and I think it's just because of the climate of where sport is at at the moment through COVID that there's a bit of standoffish to see where they are. The, the diehard rugby fans are really, really excited for where mine is going to sit. Um, we know it's tough. It's going to be tough for the next year or so or the next two, three years, but it's a start for us. And, and I think it's just um, the the quicker these guys just kind of adapt to, to this competition and no, no harder one to start with than, you know, being with New Zealand teams who are well adept with all their players and all their resources. So, and saying that they're in, in amongst it and, and they'll get a chance to go forward. Yeah, they will. Uh, and I guess that, that's the other the other thing about having to go to Queenstown for the first three games because you lose out on that gate money too. And I would have thought there would have been a big groundswell, you know, maybe 15,000 and it mounts smart, probably blow the blues out of the park, you know, in terms of the, of a crowd <laughs> first up. And that money goes back in the coffers and then, you know, it's all about development and, and being able to bring other players in too. Oh, 100%. Um, I mean, look, to have Mount Smart, and you know, and knowing the memories of of what Pacifica Sports have done in Mount Smart, it was you know it was, there was an excitement there. But again, you know, not not to have it up uh, up in Mount Smart and go down to Queenstown, it, it does. It's it's the challenges that we constantly have. I suppose is, is probably um, what's said. It's but it's how we kind of react to them. We can't um, dwell on them as such. I mean, these players are excited to play. I think they're just you know looking forward to be on the field and, and do their part. And I just think that that's the only way we're going to go forward. Yeah. Uh, what about the way they've gone about building this team? Uh, I mean, I look at names, you know, like, uh, of course, uh, Sakopi Kepu, who's who's going to be the captain. I uh, played for Counties uh, last year. Um, I mean, what does he bring to the team? At, at 37, he's not going to play every game or every minute, but what does he bring? We can see is, I mean, you know, just watching him being crowned captain in, in the video that was shown and, and how proud he is, that's that's huge for those young boys that are in there. For a player that's played 110 tests to still have that um, heart for his people, heart for the up-and-coming kids. And I think that's that's the whole point around having guys like Sakopi in this group. They, they will bring the edge, they'll bring the experience for these young guys and it's really for the young guys who are, who are underneath them that have got the opportunity to take forth um, with him one is, is to really spend that time really kind of drilling down and learning as much as they can off him and then at a point when they get the opportunity to really really take it over. Yeah, I mean, when it, when the this side started getting or the squad started getting put together, what were the names that stood out to you that excited you as a Moana Pacifica fan? I think, you know, when, when you look at the experience of, of guys that you've seen with Christian Lelafana coming through to, to play, um, I think Henry Stowers has been fantastic. He was with the, the um, Canterbury and also Brumbies. He brings a lot of power and attack. And then, you know, when I, when I look in the backs, I really like, um, I think Inari 
um, who was very exciting Forks Bay and great and, did, halfback, eh? and the combination that that him and um, McClutchy had was outstanding. And even with um, I think the other boy that's in there as well was Danny Toala, who he was they, those three were outstanding during that Bunnings Cup. But you know William Havili as well. To me, I think you take in Manu Paya as well, who's a young. He's come up under twenties, um, and, and then there's there's Solomon Kara, Tima, Fayanuku as well. So these these when you look at the actual team, there actually are some some brilliant players in the squad. It's just how fast they can adapt to the pace and power of, of Super Aotearoa, you know, or Pacifica, at the moment, which which is going to be the telling factor of these guys. Um, week in, week out. Yeah, it will be indeed. This is SENZ Pacific Flair, Ricardo Paul and Peter Alatini with you talking Moana Pacifica. We're going to do this every week right throughout the season. We're going to be talking uh, for half an hour just about this team. And when we come back, Peter and I are going to go through the squad and Peter's going to pick the 23 he thinks will start the first Moana Pacifica game. Hopefully... Not this weekend, obviously, but hopefully next weekend, and we'll ha- we'll have a look at that team and talk a bit about the performance against the Chiefs as well. Yeah, we're with you through till eight o'clock, but right now it is time for uh, the Pacific Flare headlines uh, with Ben Francis. Thanks, Ricardo. And as discussed earlier, Moana Pacifica's highly anticipated Super Rugby debut has been delayed after seven players from the side tested positive for COVID nineteen. They were scheduled to face the Blues in the opening game of Super Rugby Pacific at Forsyth Bar Stadium, but that game will now take. place Plays later in the season. It's currently unclear which players have tested positive for the virus and when the game will take place. While it was disappointing, disappointing for Moana Pacifica, it was a relief for the Chiefs, whose entire travelling party tested negative. The Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs sorry, did travel down to que- the, uh, Queenstown with the side, and uh, Leo McDonald was also offered his support to Aaron Major and the rest of the team, as they currently face a bit of an unknown. Uh, at this stage, their first game will take place on February 25th against the Chiefs. Back to you, Ricardo. Yeah, thank you very much, Ben. And yeah, uh, you know, sort of, you talk of uh, a trial by fire. Peter. Um, I mean, it would have been tough enough going against the Blues in a bit of a derby match, but we saw how it went against the Chiefs in the preseason game, and it didn't look pretty. I mean, what was your takeaway from that? Where do you think uh, Aaron Major and the, and the guys will be working uh, to, to improve the team? I think what, what we saw was was a super side playing against um, a team that's just come off uh, Bunnings Cup, NPC, and that was, that was to me, just looking at, there was the early nerves and, and, and what have you, but some of the mistakes that uh, the Moana was making were really basic errors and, and sometimes just the pace um, just caught them off guard in terms of um, support players getting to the ball carrier, simple kind of missed touches and, and heaps of the, and the set pieces I felt was um, just got a little bit done and, and once Chiefs kind of got on top of Moana Pacifica then, then the gates started opening just um, wouldn't be able to, to handle but I feel them, like I said before, the more they, they keep playing in this field, cause, and then just getting the right combinations to play between young and old experience and, and what kind of timings, and the kids kind of adapting to, to, the, to the game, the pace, the um, physic, uh, physicality of the game. I think the more they get used to that, they'll understand where they sit, and, and they've got to keep challenging themselves. They can't just sit back and, and think these, just because these teams have been in there while. Well, I think the more they take heart, and I think that's where the culture will kick in for the boys. More can lean back and into into their hearts of, of their people and heart of, of what they've started the journey with. I think that that emotional part will probably come out and, and, and hopefully they'll just keep carrying them through as, 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 as a battle out for the season. Yeah, I, mean, I guess that's a battle for, for the coaching staff as well to get around these guys. If the first game is going to be against the Chiefs and that was your last game, and what happened? How do you get that out of their heads and refocus and go, we go again, this is something new? 
And I think, and, that, and that's that's the challenge that our coaches will have. They'll be, and, and they're smart enough. I think uh, every major and Philo have both got experience within Super Rugby to understand where they're set. And Philo coming through, you know, taking Sunwolves, that was a tough, tough um, journey as well. But he, he got them to a certain level. So, like I said, once they kind of look at where, where the boys really do buy in and understand they're actually good enough to compete in this game, and then to that point, to push them through to actually win games will be the next challenge. But it's just a matter of the, the, the boys doing their homework and understanding their roles in everything that they do. But I think with the Pacifica team, you can always lean back in, in your culture part. And as long as the boys have that at the forefront to, to keep driving them through, then then I feel there's, there's, they'll, they'll be able to surprise a few teams. Do you think, I mean, you know, obviously it'd be great to be in the Drews position and be playing someone like the Waratahs first up, you know. You'd feel like you've got a lot more of an opportunity to start with a W, right? But um, in terms of if you're, if you're coaching this team, it, uh, we talked about coming up against the Chiefs, are you breaking... How, how are you doing? Are you breaking the game down? Going okay, boys. You know, first ten minutes, let's keep them trialless. First ten minutes, then let's regroup. Next ten minutes, what's our goal here? Yeah, there'll be a there'll be a pattern of that, but I think you want to. There's a part as well as is how do you install the confidence? Like mm-hmm. there's this part of that, yeah, to, to contain and, and, and get some control and, and consistency and continuity. But I think there's a part too where you've got to throw some of your attacking wares into them and challenge. You know, you got to challenge the other team. I think. That's that's the the real I suppose that the, the hard ask for 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 the coaches to to really go forth is contain, but then really with the flair and, and some of these young young guys' abilities to really challenge themselves to, to to take these guys on. Now we've talked about you know have it, it's a mix of, of 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 older guys, experienced guys, and and a lot of youth as well. Um, I'm going to get you to give us your, your starting fifteen and your, and probably your bench, so you're 23 for the for the first game against the Chiefs. Um, I, I guess you'll be a little bit putting yourself in, in Philo and Aaron's heads trying to figure out what they will do. But uh, how do you think they will balance that? The you know the the senior guys versus the junior guys when it comes to the first game. I think that's a that's a, a great challenge that, that these coaches are being put into. But I think you know with, with Scopy being captain, he'll be in there. I'd say Issy um, Tungafasco, he's got experience from playing, you know, down in Crusaders and and Tasman. Um, you know, the, the the starting hookers is a huge for me. I, I do only know Sam Molly really well just from some of the game time he's had in Tasman and Tonga. But then there's, I know that Ray Newell has, has played some Samoa and he has come off injury and and but Latoura is quite a good up and comer. That's from NPC. So I'd, I'd go Sam. I'd go Sam and probably Ray on the bench. Um, Locks is an interesting one. I'm just kind of watching those boys play. They actually got all um, different kind of abilities around the, the four of them, all so different. So getting the right mix on that, and, and I'd probably I'd go Don Lolo and Mike McKee as your starting locks, with probably Alex McRobbie probably as a as a reserve, just because he could cover six as well. Should should that be happen? Yeah. I'd go Henry Styles at eight. Um, probably Jack Lamb. I'd go just two bruising guys at the beginning to really throw it in. And then um, I was quite impressed with uh, Alamanda Matuga, um, the Samoan uh, sevens and representative um, at seven. Um, but it'd be interesting. I, I really did like Lotto Inisi. I think he's a, he's a real sharp um, harbour boy, played for Tonga sevens. I like to see him on the bench to add some, some fire as he comes off. Uh, if we go to the backs, I'll have um, Inari. To me, he's just—he's got a bit of class in him, and, and the speed and, and, and pace around the field is pretty impressive. Um, and obviously, I'll go JT. He's, he's just through experience, and I think Martin's not too far away from those guys as well. 
I'll go with experience of first five with Lela Fano. Um And then the midfield will be an interesting battle there. And for me at the moment, I like I like the looks of Toala at 12 and, and Levi Amor, who's very powerful and, and didn't get much ball. Well, most of the backs at times didn't get too much ball against the Chiefs. But he, I think he, he's looking really good. I remember him here in the Blues a few years back and um, I don't think he was, he was he didn't look that good in shape when he was here with the Blues, but seeing him just on in that game, he looks pretty good. And then the back three, I haven't I didn't see Lolangi. He must be injured this and there, but I've been impressed with him with Hawks Bay. Um, for me, but um, but the other boy who, who did impress was Viliami Havili at the back. So Viliami Havili at the back, and I feel like if, if Visinia is available to go, I'd go Visinia one wing. And I'll probably go Solomon Carter on the other. So that is a bit of a power, yeah, power, <laughs> power, side. power side there. But I think just for that, just for that first hit around being able to contain, um, and, and I felt that the actual defence was pretty solid for the majority of those games. But um, and then and then kind of really they have got attacking flair there within those team to to really kind of let loose when given. Yeah, I, I think uh, that's a pretty solid looking. That's a pretty solid looking fifteen, and uh, and I guess here is the. Uh, the issue for the coaching staff is it's your first fifteen's great, but in these in these competitions, it's about your squad depth, and 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 that's where they're really going to have to try and manage that and 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 manage some experience into there. Oh, totally, Ricardo. Look, that that's going to be the big challenge for for miners. If a few of these uh, boys go down, and we've already seen a few of the ringings that's come in with D'Angelo and and um, um, Jones coming in. Yeah, Nico Jones. So. You know, it's 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 what it is, but you know, I still look at it as opportunities for these for these guys to be in and, and the super side that that's you know Pasifika and and it's going to have that flair for them. So I really hope they do take that as an opportunity to to really represent well because it's it's going to be a, a journey and it's going to be a tough one, but I think it's going to be an awesome one going forward. Mm, all right, and now, now I'm going to get your picks from you in a minute, Peter, for the first round. Uh, but before I do that, there was a question that Marshy asked uh, Razor in the last show, in the Crusader show, in the red. Uh, he said, "If you had, if got, you got your hands on RTS, what jersey number would he be wearing?" Uh, I know that obviously the Blues have got him in twelve. Where would you put him? It's, it's funny you say that. And when I heard Razor, um, I actually had the f- same thoughts when I heard him coming to rugby. Oh, we'll put him out, probably out on the outsides, and he can he'll work his way in. But just seeing him, um, he training and, and some of the videos I've seen, and, and just even in some of the snippet games that I've seen in, in, in preseason, he is. He's you know we, I mean. Don't forget that he's actually all class and he's, he's been in the big stage. He seems to be just so focused and, and ready to go. And I think, you know, it's disappointing not to see him play NPC in, mm. in the Bunnings Cup. But I think probably the, the result is as he's got him hungry. He's, he's well rested after so many games of league as we know that he's played. Um, and, and I think he'll make 12 a good game. It's, it's going to be pretty exciting between, you know, if him and Rico in the midfield. That'll be a, that'll be a pretty good midfield to, yeah. to, to play, you know. Tell you what, if you're lining up against those two, you might you might hit a tight calf and warm-ups. Oh, long time retired. <laughs> Thank God. Thank you, God. Thank you. Now, Peter, I will get your picks from you for the first round. The Waratahs play the Drua on Friday night. Which way is that going? I'm going to go Drua. I'm going to go Drua. I know, I know Waratahs there. Yep. I just... These Fijians, eh? They seem to be able to do some special stuff at times. So, I'm, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going hard. I'm going with heart there oh. with the draw. All right, we better wrap through these. We've got thirty yep. seconds left, mate. Uh, uh, Chiefs Highlanders. 
I'm going to go Highlanders. Highlanders. What about uh, the uh, Crusaders and the Canes? Oh, Crusaders. 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 Yeah, okay. Uh, we uh, have got the Reds and the Rebels at Suncorp. Reds. The Reds. And then finally, the last game of the round is the Brumbies and the Force in Canberra. I'll go Brumbies. Brumbies. Good stuff. Hey, Peter Alatini, it has been an absolute pleasure having you in the studio. Great to meet you, buddy. Look forward to doing this all again next week from 7.30. Malo abito.